Listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 301. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. I am your host, John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Christopher Ruiz, your master of ceremonies, Cuban Rose in the Flesh, the podcast quarterback, Fidel Cashflow, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds on these hoes, Juan Cito Fuego, John Quixote, John Strajamas, Three Button Poppy, Bro Livia Pope, Cheekbone Jones, The Alpha, The Omega, Everything in Between, BKA, Being Hot Gets You the MVP, Staying Hot Gets You Hall of Fame. I am back in the motherfucking place to be. Hey guys, what's up? Thank you all so much for your kind words and your well wishes. Episode 301, baby. 301 in this bitch. Like, I'm still like, I did the damn thing. I have exceeded my expectations when it has come to this little podcast here. I'm the engine that, wait, I'm drunk. I forgot what I was going to say. The I forgot the colloquialism. The little engine that could, whatever. So, this journey of... This event series has been going on since, I want to say, October of 2021, and it comes to a head tonight, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you listen to it. It started with, when I was 17, transitioned into, this is 30, is concluding with the Roaring Twenties. I want to thank every guest that shared their story, that jumped on this platform, that brought their A-game, because everyone brought their A-game. I want to thank all of you. It all comes down to this. This is the series finale of the Roaring Twenties. This is the finale. This is the curtain call for this event series, The Generational Saga. I've had a blast doing this. Um, 2023 is right around the corner. I've got some things up my sleeve. I don't know if I have any event series coming for next year, but I'm always, you know, thinking of things and ways to retool the show. Now, I do know, and I can share this and plant this little Easter egg out there. There will be a recurring segment for 2023 for the John Effect podcast. Um, that'll be something that will routinely be on the show. Um, not every month, but there will be times that this does pop up. But as far as event series, I don't know quite yet. Now, there are some collaborations um, that I definitely want to do. Um, there were some collaborations 
that really popped this year and i'm looking forward to collaborating um with individuals again um i can share a few collaborations that i'm looking forward to that i hope can pop off again um i've always look i i, I tweeted this to candace uh <laughs> a few times i'm always thinking of how can i get candace back on the show and I'm looking forward to joining uh, Ratchet Ramblings uh, in an upcoming, definitely before Potomac ends, because I, I, I want to chop it up with them. Uh, definitely want to collaborate again with Jado Negro. Like that was a dope collaboration. He really aced his Roaring Twenties. Um, who else? I wouldn't mind collaborating again with Mike Perkins. Mike Perkins is always good energy. Of course, Jeremy would definitely want to do another collaboration with him. Uh, I, I got to get my fifth cousin twice removed, uh, the wash god himself, Sire. Um, But yeah, guys, enough of me because I am bust. <laughs> I know, for the most part, you've gotten a sober Salvatore for these last few months. But I said, I'm going to go out with a little bit of a bang. Uh, I'm... I've been drinking. I took a few bong hits, so I'm a little stoned as well. Um, this is the last of this series. We have two more episodes of the year already in the can. So uh, just to let you know, this is a week where you're going to get two episodes. This episode is dropping a little bit early. And then my ace, my brother, Mr. Rain Coleman and I are going to let our very special guest introduce himself, actually. You thought you got rid of me, huh? Never leaving. Never leaving. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is I, Noli Hendrix, from the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. What okay. up, though? What's going on? So uh, first and foremost, thank you uh, for actually taking time out of your busy schedule and appearing on this. Um, the audience may or may not know I initially extended an invite out to our guest last year to be a part of when I was 17. Things didn't happen, but they're happening now. I think things happen for a reason. So let the listeners know what's been going on with you before we crack this over. Um, you know, whole lot of gang shit. You know how I get down. Uh no, nothing. Y'all see. You see. I love. I don't, I don't want to tell too much, but you'll see. I have some big shit going on. Some big shit? Okay. All right. All right. So when you're ready, let me know, and we're going to uh, pop the lid on this and uh, get things going. Uh, I'm ready for you. You know, I'm ready. All right. I want you to describe your 20s, so your whole decade of your 20s. I want you to, to describe that in three words, and I want you to tell me why you chose each word. Uh, three words for my 20s. Oh, man. Uh, word number one would be uh, uh, learning. Okay. I learned a lot in my 20s. Uh, word number two would be um, unhappiness. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh word number three would be triumph 
Okay. And care to share with the audience and then myself why you picked these three words. Very interesting choices, but I add. Um, learning. I mean, your 20s are for you to learn. I agree. You learn and, and gain as much knowledge as you possibly can in your 20s to, you know, set you up for your 30s. Um, so I learned a lot. I learned okay. about the people around me. I learned about myself, kind of. You know, I learned what I want, what I thought I wanted, you know, my life to be like. And, uh, yeah, I just absorbed as much information about the world as possible in my 20s. Okay. Unhappiness. The reason why I chose unhappiness is because throughout all that learning, I was trying to be something that I wasn't. Oh, okay. And I spent my entire 20s trying to fit into boxes that people had put me in. So, you know, when you're not yourself, unless you actually realize that you're not being yourself, you're just content with doing what other people want you to do or living up to other people's expectations. And that's not that's not how life is supposed to be. Okay. (laughs) Well, damn, nigga. Okay. Wow. I was not expecting it to be. you know what? Let me back. Let me walk that back. It's you, of course. Of course. Of course, it's going to be like an onion. All right. Boom. And, and doing a, oh, go ahead. No, I, I was going to get to my third one. But yeah, like I'm, you know, I, I play a lot on my my platform. I play a lot. But, you know, I'm not really a playful person. You know, I'm very serious, very deep, very, you know, very spiritual. So, so to speak. Okay. And thirdly, triumph, um, just the fact of, you know, coming from where I'm from. Right. And being around the things that I was around, doing some of the things that I was doing, you know, running in certain circles and stuff. Uh, it, yeah, I made it through my 20s. Like, that was not on a lot of people's bingo cards for multiple reasons. Right. Like, yeah, I, I made it throughout my 20s, and that's something to be happy about because I know a lot of people who weren't that fortunate. Okay. Wow. Get it together, Jonathan. I'm just, I, wow. I, okay. All right. Pivoting. Uh, <laughs> what would you say was your greatest achievement in your 20s? Mm, probably getting uh probably get my own place you know yeah. just just the you know the fact that you have some shit that you can put your name on put your right. stamp on and what a lot of people don't tell you is that none of that shit is permanent so right you know like it's an achievement but you have to be able to maintain that achievement and that's where the hard work actually comes in is maintaining that achievement you are so right just because you get the job doesn't mean you're going to keep the job so i like how you put that so the flip of that is what was the biggest regret of your 20s if you had uh i had an opportunity to leave the state of michigan and i didn't take it 
And like, I, why not? I mean, well, you know, if you know enough people from the state of Michigan to understand, like, we, it's just something, like everybody says, wherever you're from, your home is your home. It's right. something about your home. Well, be it family, friends, men, women, like, you know, significant others and such. Like, that's your home. But, you know, having the opportunity to actually go somewhere else and experience that for a while, I wish I would have took that up because, you know, you, you really don't get those opportunities that often. And I'm talking about, like, uh, you know, come here, get your foot in, like, we'll look out for you while you, you know, kind of make your way. And if you don't like it, you know, you can always go back home. So I'm kind of upset with myself that I didn't take that opportunity up. Okay. So you you kind of led into the next question. What was the wildest experience that you faced as a 20-something? Dear God, wildest. I mean, it really depends on what you what you think is wild. <laughs> oh, the spotlight is on you. So, what you consider wild, like which everybody has their own rubric of what is wild. You know what? I, I'll be honest, and it's not wild to a lot of people, but it's wild to a lot of people who know me. The wildest thing I did in my twenties is starting a fucking podcast. I don't like to talk. I don't like people. I don't like interacting with people. I don't necessarily want to broadcast my opinions to the world. Right. But yet and still, I started a fucking podcast. Nobody had, nobody knew. Nobody knew. I was thinking it was going to be Coke Brenner's White Women, but you said the podcast is really like, wow. Really? That's the why? Okay, I mean. Yeah, that's something that surprised everybody because, like, I'm not really, I don't really talk. I'm not really opinionated on most things to the outside world. So, right, right. For me to actually broadcast that out to, you know, everybody to see, you know, you know, I mean, but you know how that is. Sometimes you say shit and you never know who's listening to right. what you're saying. And then you get blowback from it. And it's like, well, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, just me kind of stepping out that shell of being really laid back and having to put on, you know, this, you know, this bright smile that I have to the world it was basically the, the, the wildest thing I've done in my 20s. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. You really surprised me with that one. Let's see. Where are we going to go to next? And the Coke and white women was in my team. So, Ah! Ah! nigga. (laughs) You you, nigga. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Let's see. All right. So, I want you to describe your 20s using a song title and why would you use that song title oh man the song of my 20s is oh no let me see if i got the proper title um the song of my 20s would be um in my dreams by kid cuddy okay 
And like I was, I had knowledge of what life was, right. but I was also hopeful that life could be something way more grand than what it actually is. And I think your 20s are where you build, you know, some of that that sense of being humble. I agree. Especially, you know, towards your latter 20s. Like, okay, I have these dreams, and it's cool to have those dreams. Is Nobody is saying that those things will never happen. Right. But you also have to be realistic to what's going on around you. And you have to adjust and make the proper life decisions that'll help you out in reality as opposed to just staying constantly focused on those dreams. Cause I can have dreams of, you know, being uh, you know, a famous uh fashion designer, but right. I need to pay rent. <laughs> okay. And you know what I'm saying? That internship is it's great if you have a support system behind you, but if you don't, you still have to take care of yourself. And I think that's what, you know, it's, it's cool to never lose out on your dreams or lose out about what you want it to become. But you also have to pivot and be based in reality on what things are. Look at you coming through with the words and the gems. Okay. All right. So my next question. Yes, Did sir. you ever feel any pressure to fit society norms in your 20s? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, we look, man, um, I turned 20 in 2009. So if you know anything about that era, because I yeah. you know, you, yeah, you were outside during that era. So Nigga, I, I was outside, outside. <laughs> 2009, I was a whole 26. Like, out 30 was right around the corner. So, right. so you know, certain uh fashion trends were, oh, you know, we were waiting, we were waiting, uh what we have button ups and baggy jeans with like dress shoes, uh yeah, the scarves, oh the yeah, scarves was the shit like uh, yeah, the shades, the backpacks, yes. you know what I'm saying? And we were just trying to come off of the, you know, the white tea era yeah. where, yeah, so fashion-wise, it was it was kind of bad. I have a lot of questionable photos. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, you, you know, you wanted to, you wanted shit to be different. Like, it, we listen to music that we might not have we don't even listen to now. Like a lot of the 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 dancing, the, you know, the dance type music. Like, yeah, yeah, we we don't listen to that. Like uh, we were doing shit for women. All right, I'm so, I admit it. We were doing shit for women. Women like X, Y, and Z, and we did it. Oh, they man. wanted the nigga with this, so we went and did that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, go to this club because this club got something. Yeah. It's bad, bro. So yes, all throughout my twenties, I, I, yeah, societal norms, man, is it's a terrible thing. But I think we all have to go through it. 
Uh, we all end up with very uh, unflattering pictures or uh, I know you hit me to uh, time hop. Oh, okay. I, I did not know that. I did not so, know that. So you have you heard it here first, people. You heard it here first. <laughs> the John effect. Boom. So you have uh like unflat. You know, I I look at a tweet from like 2010. It's like, well, why are, why are you saying that to to people? Right. Like you could have just kept that to yourself. So you know, with the expansion of social media while it was coming up, like we just basically told everything to everybody. Yeah. But Which it's, is crazy. Uh, it's funny that you say that because here we are well past that time. And I feel like we're still at this place where it's like we're sharing too much. It's Wait, like, entirely too much. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I don't care. Right. And it's only so many times so many people can say the same thing. Thank you. We get it. Just retweet it, like it, move on with your day, man. Okay. All right. So next question for you. Where is it? Give me one second. Financial literacy. Was that a thing <laughs> for you? In the 20s? <laughs> Oh, fuck Lord. no. Not <laughs> fuck no. Jeez. Um, I actually was talking about this earlier. I was uh right after high school, I started, you know, working immediately. Right. I was uh, you know, I had a job to where I did a lot of handling of cash. And uh, you know, I had a lot of disposable income. Uh, okay. <laughs> And they, I, I mean, you learn why they call it disposable income, but I wasn't using it correctly. It wasn't like, okay, you know, I'm taking this and putting this away. And then the rest is what, you know, I have that I can spend. It was the opposite. Like, okay, yeah, I put a couple couple dollars away and then the rest of the shit I'm just spending. Like, I, I just want this, this and that. Like, oh, I, I had very poor financial literacy. Um in my early 20s it was it was i look back on it and i kind of cringe because it i would be so much more well off but you a lot of us in the black community don't have those people that we can look at for financial literacy right therefore we don't know what to do so you know you're making a lot of money you're not really paying a lot of bills you feel like you just got money to blow when right. in reality, you should be, you know, find something to put it into or which you don't learn until a lot later on in life. Uh, same thing with credit. Like I, I was weird. I avoided credit cards for a long time. And uh, you don't do that, kids, at all. Like uh, establish your credit early. Early. You go want some shit later on and you're not going to be able to get it. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I just, I have to be a contrarian on certain things, and that wasn't one, one of the things that I should have been uh, against the grain with. So financial literacy was uh, a, a work in progress for me in my my twenties. Okay. How different? Because you're you're an early thirty something. How different did you approach race relations and the topic of race? 
in your 20s opposed to how you approach it now? I don't really think it's a it's a difference. Okay, um, that's interesting. You know, I I don't I don't want to be stereotypical and cliche, but I fuck with people who I fuck with. I don't really give a fuck about your race, re you know, race, religion. I don't like it is what it is. If you good people, you good people. Right. It's to me. You know, we all know we all know certain words are said behind closed doors, but to me, you know, if you're good to me, I fuck with you. And um, I mean, it's still the same today. Like, I understand the history. I know what we've experienced. I know what we've gone through. I know who did it, you know, and you can't harbor those feelings all of the time. Right, you have to be welcoming to people because they might have misconceptions about you or your people, and you might be the person that opens their eyes to what you bring, you and your people bring to the table. So you can't really just have an opinion on a whole, you know, a whole race of people. Like that's that's kind of extreme. Okay. So the next question is a two-part question. How did you approach sex and love in your 20s? Okay, is that is that a is that the two-part question? Or yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a layered question. How did you approach <laughs> sex as a 20-something? And then after that, how did you approach love? Uh I'll go with love first. Uh, look, love in your twenties is is love in your twenties, bro. You you're gonna put your all into it until you don't feel like putting your all into it, and then you Absolutely moving on right. to the next one. Like you know what I'm saying. And whether that's you know a week or three months or three years, like you know you don't make you try not to make those big life decisions in your 20s. Some people have and have been successful, but in your 20s, when you're tired of somebody, you can go. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. That, that's the, the puppy love thing. Like, we don't even know. I don't know how to love me. So, yeah, how am I sitting here trying to figure out how to love you? Like, I don't know how to love myself. I don't know oh. me yet. Okay. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. All I know is that, you know, you make me happy in this moment, and I'm going to try to do the best I can to make you happy. But as long as you don't have, you know, like children or you're not married, you can just get the fuck on. Like, okay. honestly, you can. It's it's true. We, we try not to look at it like that. But people break up every day. That's facts. For the dumbest reasons in the world, but people break up on a daily basis. So love, like I I tried. I tried. I really I can say I did try. Um but you know shit shit happens and I don't harbor clearly I don't harbor any ill wills people that you know I've had romantic relationships with. Right. Because 
we were happy in the moment. And once we were unhappy, we decided to go our separate ways. Now, sex. Um, yeah, I mean, t- 20s, uh, 20s and sex, like, you feel like you know what the fuck you're doing, but you don't. You don't um, at all. You feel like you know what you want, like what you're, you know. Trust me, like, oh, yeah, I like such and such, or I like, you know, these type of women, or I like this position, I like... No, you just you watch porn and you create your ideas through that. Like that's all it is. You don't you have to learn what you like. And certain people bring out certain things in you that you never imagined that you would be into. So, you know, I you have to try. I was a trier. <laughs> I was a trier of many things, you know. I protected myself thank god for the most part um, that's good i probably should have protected myself a lot more um but you know i i made it you know <laughs> i made it through but uh yeah sex in your 20s it's it's exercise like we yeah so what is better sex in your 20s and sex in your 30s uh sex in 30s absolutely okay and we're going to close things out with this. Your 20s, roaring or boring, and why? It depends on who you ask. Okay. <laughs> um, no, like I said, my 20s, I was subjected to a lot of social media. And until you learn that a lot of that shit is put on you feel a certain type of way about how you're living your life you know you kind of want to keep up with the joneses but you don't know that the joneses are behind the rent (laughs) okay so so you know what i'm saying like you see somebody go on this exotic adventure and you're like damn i wish i could do that You'll get there eventually. You just got to plan it out. So I've been blessed to be able to go to different countries all around, uh, you know, the United States. I've done shit. I've experienced shit. I've been to numerous concerts, shows. Like, I've I've had moments in my 20s that I can still look back on finally and find happiness. But to somebody else, it might not be that great. Right. So it was roaring for me, but for a lot of people, it might be boring. Okay. Nah, I, I appreciate the transparency there. So before we wrap things up, let the listeners, if you want to let the listeners know, you know, the spotlight's on you. Do your thing. Hey, guys. So, um, we haven't left you, okay? I'm still paying Podbean every month, okay? So we're not done. We just went, you know, we've been going through some shit. Life happens. Right, life happens, and life is happening right now. Um, But, uh, yeah, we're going through some shit, and something that I always thought about, I always translated uh, podcasting to making music. Agreed. 
sometimes you need to take a break for life to happen to come back with better quality music. Agreed. So it's not over. Be be patient. All right. Be patient. See you soon. You can follow me everywhere at Noli Hendrix, N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X, all social media platforms, including TikTok. I don't do much on TikTok, but if you want to send me like videos that you think I like, that's that's cool. Um but yeah, we we uh, be patient with us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Hendrix. Hendrix, take us out with something Hendrixy. Uh, something Hendrixy. Uh, hmm. Damn, you kind of put me on the spot here. Dumb, Jesus, uh, I mean, you know, you, you're getting your payback. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, just remember that, you know, your 20s sets you up for your 30s. And depending on how you want your 30s to go is how you should approach your 20s. All right, then. Mm-hmm. Well, until next time.